Welcome back, everyone, to the Track Podcast. This is the NCAA men's, no, women's, excuse me. Been a lot of track this weekend. Watch party. I'm Kevin. He's Gordon. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Those of you who tuned in on the men's portion of the program, thank you for coming back. If you're just tuning in for the first time, please subscribe to the Track Podcast YouTube page. Leave comments as we watch along together. Just like Cole Hawker, we're going to try to make our second effort just as good as our first. Gordon, how are you doing? Great segue. Start off week by saying this was the men's uh, live play-by-play, but you re- you quickly recovered with the women's race. It's like, you know, having a, a, a bad opening mile, but then closing well in the final 1K of a, of a 5K to kind of go for the win. But yeah, Cole Hawker, hopefully we have a Cole Hawker type performance. Get the win in the mile, and then a few hours later, have a great second podcast for the women's finals. So we'll see what we can do. Jeez. So if you tuned into the first half, you know, uh, a discussion was how far is Gordon going to run during the break? Our challenge was 30 minutes. I have my distance. Gordon, would you like to reveal your distance? And we can see who won our NCAA indoor halftime running challenge. So I don't really my, – my distance is very arbitrary. <laughs> it's uh, – Off to a good start. It was probably – if I'm being honest, it was probably three miles. Okay. I was hammering, and it's kind of embarrassing to say I was hammering because I said I cannot let you beat me. I cannot let you beat me. You cannot let you beat me. 3.68. 3.68 for go. me. And then I kept going. I did five in just over 40 minutes, right at that eight-minute mile pace, which did is you lean? my forte. I did because I wanted the satellites up in the air to see me if there was going to be a photo finish to me, to me, you know, comparing my chest to yours. While I was running, though, I was thinking a lot more about the men's finals, and in particular, the Hawker double, the mile, 3K, just an hour apart. And I did an out-and-back run, and I was running along Town Lake, and I started – off just asking people as I passed by, hey, what was more impressive, Hawker or Javon Harrison? After about the third person, they said, sir, please leave me alone. So I just was left with my own thoughts. And I remember what you asked, which was, hey, is Cole Hawker going to make the Olympic team? And if so, what event? I think we settled on the 15 would be his best shot. And on the way out there, I thought, because again, it was an out and back. I was like, of course he's a, like now a favorite to make the Olympic 1500 meter team. He's run 350 which you convert that to 333. How many guys in the United States have done that at all? How many guys can do that right now? And how many guys are going to be able to do that by the time the Olympic trials take place? And then how many people can do what he just did coming back later on and closing and kicking as well as he did? It feels like he has all the tools to make an Olympic team in the 1500 right now. And then I turned around on my run. And then I came back and I thought more about it. And I said, well, but then we were a bit, not I don't want to say dismissive of Cooper Tier, but we're like, well, Cooper Tier's a long shot. But Cooper Tier beat him when they ran in in that indoor. Cooper Tier has the mile record, not Cole Hawker. And up until today, Cooper Tier had the the upper hand. So I finished the run, obviously feeling good about both of those guys, but I'm in a conflicted spot right now. But I think I think I'm prepared to say that Cole Hawker right now is a favorite 
to make the 1500 meter team in the Olympics. Yeah, I agree with that. And I was re-looking at the results and he low-key ran like, it's not like he won the mile in 359 and then like a 756 with the fast kick win in the in the 3K. Mm-hmm. He ran 353. So that's a, that's a yeah. true effort. It's not like he had like yeah. a jog, you know. Yeah, yeah, laps. yeah. And then 744 is also a legit like effort. So the idea that even like, oh, well, championship style racing, you can kind of conserve your energy. Both those performances in general, just like great performances. And if you, I mean, it shows that he's going to be able to run elite level times. And like Mm -hmm. we said, he was neck and neck with Centrowitz, the Olympic champion. He, in Mm -hmm. a a 5K, he's running a 350 mile. He's showing off a great double, showing he has the endurance and strength. I don't see why not. I mean, anything can happen, right? 1500 is a wild Mm -hmm. race. Uh, we, we'll get more data points as the season goes along. But yeah, but enough of that. Enough of the men. It's now time for the women's night yep, yep, special yep, hour extravaganza. Uh, looking at last night's results, you have the women's 5K results on your screen as well as the women's long jump. Tara Davis, mm-hmm. speaking of making an Olympic team, that's 693. It's pretty good enough to make an Olympic team. But this, I think it's this meet is going to have a couple stories. Obviously, we have the individual stories of – what will a thing Mo do? You know, mm-hmm. will um, like the, the some of the sprints. I think I'm excited for Abby Steiner and the 200 mile races are going to be good. 800 is going to be good. But I think team wise, you're going to have that battle between Texas A&M and Arkansas. But then mm-hmm. also we have a side story going on. Could we see a distance only school, uh, well distance scoring only school in BYU women sneak onto the podium? They did have a mm-hmm. heptathlete or pentathlete who didn't score. So technically they didn't just bring distance athletes right, to right. this meet. But the we know people what who are going to score are distance athletes. They are projected to have 39 points, which is third out scoring LSU and Texas, two teams that on paper are pretty good. So I'm excited to see will BYU be able to head to Stillwater with a trophy uh, to try to pull mm-hmm. off two trophies in – in a weekend would be pretty impressive. But yeah, AM right now projected with 62 points, Arkansas 53, BYU 39, LSU 38. You can see the full top 30 there on the bottom of your screen, and we'll update it in real time so you know who is currently in the running for a podium title. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned AM. Obviously, they got off to a great start with uh, Tyra Giddens setting the collegiate record in the pentathlon. She got third in the long jump in that competition that was won by Tara Davis. Um, and then she won the high jump as well. So she's got, what, 26 points by herself. So if we look at the projections there, you're getting USC eighth and 22. You can put Tyra Gittens uh, up there pretty high. I guess you'd have to – she might even <laughs> – She's going to beat some teams here. Tyra Giddens, an amazing athlete for for Texas A&M. Yeah, the BYU storyline is interesting because, again, we've talked about this before, not much overlap between their their indoor squad and their cross-country squad. They already got that victory in the distance medley relay, but today they could get more in the 800. They got two people in the mile. They have two entrants in the 3K, including Courtney Wayman, who looked really good anchoring them um again put comments 
on the uh, in the chat if you're in there. Also can subscribe there, notifications, et cetera, et cetera. We'll read them as we go throughout today's competition, which is set to get going here in about seven minutes time, Gordon, with the, what do we got here first? The mile, of course. So, yeah, on the in the mile, I mean, <laughs> looks like Sage Herda is the uh, mm -hmm. the favorite. Um, she, she, I think she's a fifth year now, right? She's fifth year. I think she is. So she didn't have any cross country eligibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's kind of just all in on this uh, indoor season. She looked good in her prelim. She looked controlled. She's looked good in the regular season. I think it's going to be her race to lose. And when you look at that team score and those projections, obviously Arkansas has to beat the form chart somewhere. And this could be in an event where they do it. They have several qualifiers in here, three to be exact with Chrissy Gear, who won her heat, Gracie Hyde and Kennedy Thompson. So this is an opportunity for Arkansas maybe to get things going in their direction and put some points on the board. How many points do you have Arkansas getting in your projections in this mile? In this mile? Um, I have them going yeah. two and eight. So I have them getting nine points. Nine points. Nine points between three women there. And the BYU storyline obviously playing out in this race as well. Heather Hansen and Katie Hunter were third and fourth in that first heat yesterday. So they are also uh, potential scorers here for for the Cougars. So plenty to plenty to watch for from a variety of different angles in in the women's mile. Man, that the women's 60 is going to be interesting with Tony Terry, maybe Kiara Grant getting that collegiate record. Then of course you have a thing Mo going in the 400. Later on, got a wide open women's 800. And we saw a crazy men's 800 earlier today, too. We'll see if it can live up to, to that race. And, and then, of course, the, the 200 again uh, with Terry's coming back in the, in the 200. And then the 3,000, chance to see Courtney Weymouth. We'll close it out with the 4x400. So let's look at the, uh, the the women's mile start list. Um, obviously, we talked about Sage Herder. She's the favorite. It's just kind of wild when you look at the PBs. Mm -hmm. You have Sage Herder and Chrissy Gear. Their PBs are in the mm -hmm. 431 range. And then yeah. everyone else is like 436 to 439. Yeah. So like, there's just like that huge gap between the top two and the rest of the other eight. And the question is, will those top two recognize that and be like, Hey, clearly there's no one who was in our wheelhouse time-wise PB wise. Maybe we should just make it honest and we can guarantee a top two finish between the two of us. I mean, they're not going to talk it out, but like, I'm sure the coaches, I'm sure Wetmore and harder are looking at the field and be like, Hey, if they take it out, honest, if they go out and say, right what like 215 mm -hmm. then you're gonna there's a lot of people who are not gonna be in the mix in the final 400 mm -hmm. so i got some that's YouTube my... comments here 
got Let's YouTube, do comments. YouTube comments. Yeah. We got great. First we race great starts comments. in like three minutes. Three minutes. Here we go. Rapid race. fire. Uh, who do you have winning the three K? I'm going Courtney. Oh, Wayman. Courtney. Courtney Wayman. Uh, Tate asks, "Don't follow women's much. Would BYU in third be an upset? Yes. Yes. That would not be on. That would not have been on anybody's." Look, I mean, go back. Well, you can't go back because Gordon erases his old rankings. No, I don't know if Ath Gordon actually does that. But, you know, the initial initial rankings did not have BYU up that high. We'll just we'll just say that. That's, you know, when you only can enter, when you're primarily getting your points from the distance events, it's, it's quite difficult. Now, Oregon on the men's side especially has made, uh, and on the women's side recently too, has has been able to, win title after title with a lot of distance points, but they've also usually had field events, some sprints sprinkled in as well too. So I just, no, no one, no one saw it coming. Um, I don't think that, you know, the DMR was kind of a toss up. And then I don't think people assumed Wayman would establish herself as a star. Now she hasn't done it yet. She hasn't won that, that 3k yet. And when it comes into, you're relying on a couple people. Right, it's like are our really two or three or four really good people are they going to show up on the day? So we don't know yet, but that's that's the question that's hanging in the balance today. Uh, Brandon asked a thing, Mo, over or under fifty seconds, fifty point. If she runs forty nine, that would be incredible. I'm so gonna say over. over. I'm guessing. I think it's gonna be 50 point oh or 50 point one. Yeah. I think she's gonna get the collegiate record. Yeah. But I do not I think, think she will break yeah. 50. Keep in mind, I've been wrong about everything today, um, big <laughs> and small. Even even such things as, man, that guy usually gets out to a good start. Two seconds later, doesn't get out to a good start. Um, Julio says. A thing he's predicting 49.7. Craig says Katie Rainsberger for the win. Shyler asks, Who does Gordon think will take the Robert Brandt commemorative eighth place finishes in the distance events? Ooh, who's a good eighth place finisher? That's a great, that is a it's good, it's a good poll. If you're familiar like with that. Robert Brandt's eight place finishes, you're paying enough attention <laughs> to have a conversation with Gordon. That's the barrier of entry, folks. Uh, let's see. Well, who got it in the 5k? Let's see who got it in the 5k. And, and maybe that person is doubling back because that would be the true Robert Brandt experience. So women's 5,000 eighth place was Hannah Steelman, but I don't think she's running the 3k. That is a good Hannah. Yeah. Who, let me look at the field. Um, hold on. Bringing up the start lists now. Start list. So Shadler, no. Izzo, no. Wayman, no. Jessica Drop, that's the perfect Jessica Drop. That's your perfect eighth place finisher. Let's see how many. Actually, now that I say that, I'm going to look her up on Pfers and see if she's ever finished eighth at a national meet. I, I feel like she has. She has to. She just has to. <laughs> okay. Um, so While she was out, I'll read the rest she, of these. Comments. She, okay, she go was ahead. 40th at Cross, which is the last mm -hmm. All American. So she was 40th at Cross. So that that counts. Um, mm -hmm. It's equivalent then, to eighth. She was seventh in 2018 at the NCA 5K Outdoors. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think Jessica dropped. 
She's got some branch she's, qualities. She's brandish. Yeah, she some brand we could say. Yes, very brandish. Yeah. Uh, like Julio that. wants to know: Do y'all know Will Grundy? Not only do we know Will Grundy, Will Grundy. I don't, I don't want to humble brag here, but Will Grundy sent me a text last night. Now I hadn't heard from Will Grundy in a while. Out of the blue, he texts me, uh, which was very exciting. Actually, it was kind of you know I could have gone two ways because I'm like, oh no, did I do something wrong? Uh, but he texted me at 11:30 last night, way past my bedtime. Uh, women's mile getting ready to go. Let's see. Ty said he doesn't follow uh, this too much, but he's going to take Sage Herder because I met her at a running camp I used to go to. So there you go. So everybody should go. pick the people you used to go to a running camp with. So if anybody went to a running camp with a thing, Mo, now's the time. Drop it in the chat. Did you ever, did you ever go to running camp as a kid? I never did. Or as an Did adult? you? No, I <laughs> running camp is intense. I, I want to be able to hit like one. To me, camp is not about working out. It was more about, you know, <laughs> I went to sports camp, but we just played like a different sport every day. I never went to like, we're going to do two a days and call it fun. Pay for it. I was like, I didn't want to pay for two a days. So, well, it's weird. Right. You go, it's like you sign up for basketball camp and you say, you're going to play basketball a whole bunch and do all these, you know, uh, I've done new drills. Camp. And yeah, right. Because you can play basketball all day for five days or four days and yeah. you're not going to fall to pieces if you go to running camp and just run all day constantly you're going to leave and have six stress fractures so i never really got that <laughs> i know they do different stuff at running camp and you know there's a mental side of it and you probably learn new uh learn new uh ways to approach the sport but th yeah there's a finite amount of running you can do at running camp but maybe ty will tell so us what he did at his running camp they're out in 68 through the opening quarter chrissy gear is in last place uh, the BYU pack is kind of in the middle. Um, Herda, I'm not sure where Herda is. I think she's probably up front. Um, yeah, she's in that front group. But uh, Chrissy Gear is going to have to work her way up. Again, Gear and Herda, the two 431 milers, they should be the favorites to go 1-2. So they should put themselves in a good position. 68, I mean, what is that? 432 pace, right? So not bad. Correct. Correct. I looked up the stat earlier. Uh, it's been it's been almost 850 days since Arkansas women last lost a cross country indoor and outdoor championship. Well, it was 843 days. Whenever the press conference was, because I wrote that down to talk to Lance Harder about it. My point being, a lot's gone well for Arkansas, and sometimes these things come down to chance and variance and you know, people not having their best day at the right time. Maybe they were just due for some some bad luck because obviously we know they won 2019 indoor, 2019 outdoor, 2019 cross, and then 2020 was was canceled. So it's been almost 850 days since they've lost. Now, as I say that, Arkansas is in good position right now. Just continuing my streak of, I wish I was on delay and can go back and edit myself. This is uh. They're, they're doing well. They're doing well. They're hanging in there. Yeah. So we had them getting nine points in this event. So if they do better mm -hmm. than nine, that's going to help close in on their projected, what, nine point loss to AM. So yeah, yeah. any points over nine are good for Arkansas. And right now they have two in the top to four. So. Yeah. And that's, that's Konyacek of Oregon in there in the mix. But Herta looks pretty good. And gear now moving up. 
So Herta and Gear there. I mean, Arkansas there, 2-3. That's really big for them. But Herta looks like she's in a different class. But Gear is moving. I don't know. It seems like she has that separation. I don't know if Gear is going to catch. Gear was on the anchor leg with Waymit yesterday, and then Waymit just pushed on the gas and, and didn't let up, and Gear was not able to hang tight. But she's she's game right now. She looks like she's not backing down. Herta takes the bell at about 3.59, four flat. It's going to need to be a pretty big comeback there. But Arkansas looks like at worst have second and third unless there's a meltdown here. So that would be big for them. That's huge. That's this a is big work. point difference. Yeah. And then their third woman, we'll keep an eye on where she is. But yeah, Herta's going to win this. And, and Hyde. Yeah. Long overdue. I feel like she's really she's been doing national title. Yeah, she was probably going to get one uh, last year. So 430. Arkansas 2-3 with Gear and Thompson. See if they get anybody else in. BYU got a score there as well, too. Now, this is the fun part, because if you're watching live, you can look at Gordon's face, and you can you could think he's paying attention, but right now he's furiously updating the projections. And then if you stare at them below, you can see them change uh, if you're into that sort of thing. Good show of strength here for Sage Sage Herter. Remember, she's run too flat in the 800. She did it when she was running out of touch. That's why it's, I say it's a long time coming. She's one of those people who you fi eventually they would get an NCAA title. Opportunities just needed to present themselves for her. And she got one there. Did you update it? Did you get it? Oh, you did. Oh, come on. Oh, it tightened. It tightened there. So Thompson, it's big, big for Arkansas there. Shout out to UMass Lowell. Richards gets fourth. And Kate Hunter gets sixth for BYU. So you have BYU. Ooh, wow. That podium. I'm looking at that podium race too. This is interesting. Yeah, 35 BYU, 35. Yeah. Woo. Well, no, BYU you got 38, 35, 35, 34. So you have uh, four teams separated by four points there. So there's basically two races developing here. The one for first and second. And then you have, looks like four teams in the mix for third and fourth. Good run for her though. Ooh, I think I missed right. something up. Uh, women's. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gordon messed something up here. But while we look at Gordon's mess up, uh, Ty is letting us know what he does at running camp, which is important because I wanted to know. He said they did two runs, and they have two running talks a day. And besides that, it's basically free time, but there were also basketball and volleyball tournaments and dances and stuff like that. Okay. So so, so it looks like see, our, our – hold on. Before we get to that, let's look at like our feed. It uh, needs to be refreshed because – our data on the the 5K isn't updated. So we'll see if our producer mm -hmm. can refresh the feed to make sure that's updated. Alon, the super producer, doing a great job on this Saturday here. Going to update this info. And then Got we will get, uh, get that up to, date, up to date. Excuse me. Still, though, if you've never done doubles before and then you go to running camp and all of a sudden you're like, we're going to do two a days and then you're also going to play volleyball and basketball. It's going to be tough, but I would – usually those things are in great locations, which is the appeal of it, is getting to run in a, in a cool place. Um, 
Oh, it says women's mile, but the times are still. The yeah, no, I don't know why that's not. I mean, something's happening where our data's in there, but I'm not sure. If, Elon, do you hear us? He might be away. Elon might have been like, you know what? I'm saving myself for the 60. I already know Sage Herder is going to win this mile. Why am I even watching this? This is going to be a, a route here. Let's. He's probably taking a break. Um, Connor says, big fan of the pod. Thanks for the frequent quality uploads. We'll appreciate you listening. Appreciate you uh, subscribing too. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can hit that subscribe button down there as well. As we get ready for the 60, Travis is sending me some stats courtesy of USTFCCCA. Uh, Sage Herta's win is Colorado's second indoor mile title in program history after Emma Coburn. That's a good fun fact. Another one from the USTFCCA, the women's triple jump, Deborah Aqua equal the meet record, 14.27, Uh Yeah, someone wants us to read the mile results. Since they're not up, do you just want to read the mile results, Gordon? Or I can do it while you, you're, you're busy doing stuff. Here's the women's mile results. You ready? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, Herda 430.58, Gear 432.37, Kenny Thompson in third 433.95, Kaylee Richards, UMass Lowell in fourth 436.26, Ali Guagenti 436.71 in fifth, sixth place Kate Hunter 437.65, seventh place Annette Koniacek 438.46, eighth Katie Rainsberger 439.67, ninth Gracie Hyde 444.40. And 10th, Heather Hansen, 448.97. Herta closed in 31.2 over the last 200. There we go. If anybody wants us to read any other results from the meet, not just today, just put them in the comments. I'm happy to read any results. Uh, and there we go. We're having technical difficulties. Well, we're still here, though, right? They're, some of yeah, the graphics yeah. are off, but, you know, we're still here, which is why, why people enjoy this. Uh, no, they, got, they come for the projections, let's be honest. Uh, 60 coming up. So 20 Shateri, obviously the favorite here, but Kiara Grant, Norfolk State, was only two one hundreds behind her. The Oregon runner to the outside also ran really well uh, in the – in the prelim as well. There we go. That's up. Oh, that's Kemba Nelson of Oregon. So the record here is 7.07. Terry went 709 in the in the prelim. They're getting settled in their blocks. Don't be distracted by those mile results though. Focus, you know, if you're if you're watching at home and you're watching on the uh watching the meet, don't get too distracted. You know, tune over. We're not going to be mad. Just turn your head to your your TV or wherever you're watching the actual feed uh to watch the 60 because this is what Gordon and I are watching. And it's underway. Terry Terry's going to have to have a big comeback. Oh, Oregon. oh, it's Oregon. Oregon. Wow. 7.05 collegiate record there for Kemba Nelson. We'll see what they if they correct the time. That was a massive run. She nailed that one. Oregon's good day continues. So they're going to get the men's 60 champ and the women's 60 champ. USTFCCA will have to look up when the last time that's happened. This is where if we knew a lot about sprints, we'd say something smart Se about the drive phase. Whoa, but 705, collegiate record. Collegiate record, Kemba Nelson, 705. Just said that. Damn. Is my mic not working? 
Can you not oh, hear I, me? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm distracted. I've been <laughs> distracted. I'm looking at crazy, craziness. I apologize. We had technical uh, difficulties. Uh, I wanted to be good. They're up though, right? We're all good now. We're all good. So I think we're good. Terry goes Terry goes seven fourteen for second. Then Kiara Grant third, seven sixteen. Uh, Arkansas's Jada Baylark was seventh. I'm guessing you had her for more than seventh, but I but I could be wrong. What a what a run there. Kevin, so yeah, Kevin look. Nelson. I mean Arkansas. I think I had them. They're at fifty six points now. So if you look at the team projections, we have Texas at okay, sixty, so... Arkansas fifty six. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, while we wait for the next race here. Let's go back again to the YouTube comments. Make sure uh, you subscribe, folks. Cross predictions. John wants to know cross predictions. I'm sticking with, you know, I'm going back and forth between New Mexico and BYU for the women's team. I don't want to get too swayed by what, what we're seeing in Fayetteville because it is a different group of women that that are running. But right now, I think I'm going to go with BYU. I think Whitney Orton's going to win it individually. For the men, uh, NAU. And I mean, I got to go with my my fantasy pick of Wesley Kip too, there for the men. Although, don't sleep on a little guy from Newberry Park High School who's made his way up to the mountains of Flagstaff, Arizona. Just a freshman, young Nico Young. Do not sleep on him. Uh, that's my cross predictions. Uh, the results of the run earlier, I did. We ran for 30 minutes in separate locations. I covered 3.68 miles in 30 minutes. Gordon says he didn't really know, but he used the honor system and said he did 10-minute miles. So advantage me. <laughs> uh, Brandon Brandon wants to know, can you read the 2016 Bowerman results? Uh, I don't know if I can do that. That hurts. That hurts a little too much. That's not, it's become a meme here. Not good. Uh, okay, here's a question for you. You got this one. This one's all you. Evan wants to know, judging from today's and yesterday's results, how do you think the outdoor championship will look both distance and team results? Well, wait on the women because we don't know how this will all all unfold, but we talked about it. On the men's side, Iowa State is going to look scary good when they have all their 800-meter runners with eligibility. Got Festus Legat, a couple other guys, Mm -hmm. Sean Rooms. Jason Gomez is pretty good. And then, obviously, you throw in Edwin Kurgat. Kip to then doubles, Kirk got doubles. Like, I mean, it will be hard for them to score in the five because I, there's gonna be so many good, great bodies in that 5K with Grijalva and, um, and Cooper Tier and mm-hmm. Vance. But I could see them easily going one, two in the 10K. That's 18 points. They're gonna have a, a good 1500 meter runner in Legat. That's another six points. They can get there. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, they're gonna score in the five. They have the bodies to get there. So, they're going to be kind of like – they might not win because I'm sure, you know, Florida and A&M and all those Arkansas of this world are going to find a lot of extra points in the different events like the 400 hurdles and the 4 by one that distance schools aren't really going to get. But mm-hmm. it is going to be – Iowa State's going to be the, the team to watch, I think, on the men's side. And they're going to be kind of like this BYU women's team right now. I mean, BYU women currently – Projected to get fourth with 35 points tied yeah. with Texas. Uh, we'll see if that holds up, but it's looking good. And I have well, BYU. Well, and you, they have a chance to get more points because I have them getting third in the 800 and going 1-3 in the 3K. So, yeah. Well, and you got – you, you can't look past the team that just dominated the indoor competition either in Oregon. 
who's going to yeah. have the 800 meter the 800 meter favorite and the 1500 no, favorite. No. Devin Dixon's going to be 800 meter favorite. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Really? Based on what Charlie Hunter's been doing, 353 miler mm. and what he ran indoors in the 800 and he's got a national title. I think he's a favorite. Not he's not a big favorite cuz Dixon has the potential. Regardless, at minimum it's 8 points there. And then you're going to have tier in whatever event you want to put him. They're going to have somebody in the 10,000. They have Michael Williams in the 60. They have the national champion in the in the triple jump. Yeah. It's true. pretty you could you could chart a course right now for Oregon to what? Get 60 points. Pretty simply. Like on yeah. a non-ambitious scale, I mean, probably 80, 90. Like it's not tough to to rack up the points for Oregon when you have that many individual stars. So I think Oregon obviously is going to be a factor. But I don't – yeah, I Iowa State will be interesting. Obviously, the results that have changed the, the most since, I don't know, a couple hours ago since Cole Hawker went God mode – is what what you know? What's he going to do? And obviously, what Wesley Kip do the last the last couple of days? What what he's been able to do has been mighty impressive as well. Uh, yeah, women. I guess we got to wait. We just got to see who develops in these finals. Obviously, you know, Kevin Nelson doing that for the Oregon women is just a huge huge bonus. What was her for, What was her PR before this race? Like before this season? Um, she's a transfer. Where's she transfer from? Where did she transfer from? Gordon. Gordon is Googling. Do you know where? I'm trying to figure this out. Um, Anyone know where she transferred from? It's a junior. Doesn't say on her Oregon biography. Redshirt junior? She just comes straight. Oh, she's just like. She's, she's from Jamaica. International. She's just from Jamaica. Yeah, she's from. So she didn't run Juco or anything. Uh, okay, that, no. that makes. So she's kind of overlooked because she didn't really have a lot of data points in the JUCO or NCAA system. But I mean, her PBs were eleven forty nine for the hundred. So wow. she's definitely got. She definitely improved once she got to Oregon. She definitely was. Yeah. She wasn't like blowing people away internationally before she got to Oregon. She definitely improved once she got there. So. Very impressive. She was on the U. She was on the U twenty four by one for Jamaica in twenty eighteen. Which I, I mean, if you can make the U, the Jamaican U twenty team, you're starting off at a pretty good, pretty high level there. I'd say. Yeah. Um, oh, seven nineteen previous PR. Travis is all over the stats here in the chat. Brandon oh, wants to know over not- under fourteen flat for Kiptu's first five k on Monday. Hammer the under. <laughs> I think he's going to go crazy. I think I can see him running 1359. I could just see it. He's He doesn't think. He just goes. And I think he's just yeah. going to go. And I could see a 1359. I mean, I think likely it's probably going to be something still crazy, like a 1420. But mm-hmm. I could see him doing 1359. Why not? He's just going to go. As I mentioned, there's a very famous section uh, of the OSU course. You go into the woods. That's where it gets really difficult. As I mentioned when we talked about Wesley Kiptu after the race, you don't want to go into the woods with Wesley Kiptu because you don't know what's going to happen when you go in there. And especially if there's a 1359 involved, you do not want to go into the woods with Wesley Kiptu. 
705. That's a fast time, it's man. It's quick. 60. 400 is underway. I'm looking at where, where it ranks um, all time. Tied for 119th. There you go. All right. Women's 400 underway. Two heat final. We mentioned with the men, they mix up the seeding here. So they give the preferred, the top seeds preferred uh, lanes in both. So this is another big event for the team battle or uh, Gordon. That's your name? Yes, Gordon. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, Gordon. I mean, this, it's kind of like this race. We're, we're all just looking forward to the next race with a thing, though. Because they're, you know, I think, she, what's she, what she going to run here? 51 something? 51 2. Yeah, I. Yes, I mean, I think Mo is gonna gonna break this, gonna, gonna smash that. But for the team, for the team race, Arkansas can shore up some points, perhaps. I think Mo. I. Right. I mean, she's gonna be so far ahead. It'll be interesting to see does she who she drag if she drags anybody to fast times. And if you know so, time, hmm. you know what it's time to bring up. What's top that? ten world all time? That's what I'm bringing up right now. Top ten world all time. World record is 49.59. Second okay. is 49.68, then 49.76, then 50 50.01, 50.02, 50.04, 15, 21, 21, and 23. No Americans in the top 10. So top 10 all time would be 50.23. She's going to run faster in 50.23. And, and her PB is what? Uh, I don't know. They move. I'll look it up here. It oh, is. We should know these things. Uh, fifty fifty two is her PB. She's, she's told. She's definitely gonna. That person who said maybe can she break fifty? I could see it. I don't know, man. Dropping a half second. Right? A half second. Crazy things a lot. happen. Do they have her? Let's look at the prelims here, real quick. Do they have? Oh, they don't have the splits. Do they have the splits for the prelims? Oh, no, they do. They do. Hold on. I want to see what she went out in. Heat three. So she went out in 24.14 and then came back in 2688. She probably could have easily came back in 26 flat if she was pushing it. Yeah. The number I'm looking at there is a 24.14. That's what That's I'm looking at. definitely quick here. enough. Yeah. Think? Uh, I think. Brandon's calling 49.92. All right. I'm calling. In the chat. I'm calling 50.09. 50.09? I'm yep. calling 50.23. So, collegiate record, American Silence. record. We're waiting for it. <laughs> I know. It's like we're there. It's like we're getting quiet for the gun. <laughs> And we don't need to do that. I've just been trained to do that. So preferred lane out there. Let's see how long it takes her to eat up the stagger. About 100 meters. Although, uh-oh. Inside, though. Who's that? From the like, USC? Yeah. She's not going to have it. She's going to have it? She's going to just... Oh, oh wow. nope. Didn't get She's, it. So 2371. She's going to be running like 409 meters. Yeah, she's, she's not getting her yet. 
Oh, this is uh -oh. interesting. Oh, we might there's a bump. Oh, my Whoa, goodness. There. Upset. <laughs> Let's up. Upset. But hey, I think Mo's an 800 meter runner. Let's see if she gets. Oh, my goodness. Nope. She's not going to do Runs it. out of room. Wow. She doesn't run the 400. Biggest upset of the meet. Makes sense. Yeah, that's. Well, it's an indoor 400, too. That stuff happens. You're right. Was there was that. a Remember bump. Remember what I was saying? She needs to be in a she needs to be by herself. That like if that bump doesn't happen, all of her momentum will just be so much more smoother in the final half of that race. I mean, she tried to close it at the end, but once the gap was formed, it was it was no going back. That's great it news. It seems for Arkansas, like you have. That. It seems like you have one shot to make a move in an indoor four hundred, and when your momentum gets stopped like that, it's really hard to get it going. So, so it's Kalen Roberts, the senior. Yeah. So Kalen, taking the win. Yeah. So Kalen Roberts does it again. Does it? Didn't she won in 2018? Am I not mistaken? Travis, get me these stats here. Make me sound smart, Travis. Travis, stats now. I believe Birmingham, 20. Travis was there. Lincoln was there. He was writing a story for like seven hours. We could never leave the stupid venue. That was a great venue. Just kidding. Uh, Kaylin Roberts, 2018. I'm almost 100% certain this happened. Read full bio. And then they didn't have her for outdoors, I remember. Yeah, indoor, 51-50, won the indoor title. Wow, what a comeback story. Because they didn't have her for, for outdoors that year. Yeah, t there you go. Travis confirms it. I need Travis in my ear is what I need for me to sound even smarter. Hey, look at the team okay, battle. Okay, so here's – It's close now. Okay, let me look at the team battle here. 57 A&M, 56 Arkansas, 39 LSU, yeah. 35 BYU. All right. I don't want to toot your horn too much. Okay, but don't. we literally made a video. We literally made a video that was titled The One Way a Thing Mo Loses the 400. And it was you talking about this exact situation of what if she doesn't get the pole? And that's why you said, hey, she should try to get in the slower heat. Now, turns out you're completely off base because there are no slow heats and fast heats. The heats are all mixed together. So she did the right thing by going fast, which is smart. But your larger point stands. The only way, like that was the way you beat her was do not let her get the pole and make her run around you. And that's the end result. Good learning experience for Mo, though. And I think she's going to come back and run a massive split in this 4x4 four four at the end of the meet because it's probably going to motivate her even more. And Kaylin Roberts, man, just clutch, clutch. What else can you say? I mean, USC, it's 400U. I mean, it's, it's you know, we always sometimes A&M calls themselves 400U, but in this situation, USC – continue to like we're always going to have a great quarter miler and 5084 is a legit time for roberts it puts her in mm -hmm. position to potentially make that olympic trials final where she could be selected for the relay pool because i think they're going to select yep. eight 400 meter runners because of the mix uh four by four so I th i'll put her in the top eight in the u.s right now yes yeah, it was still a great run and a great a great season. Just all the time stuff goes out the window once you can't – once you have that much contact in a 400-meter in a race. It's just 
hard to keep your your momentum going, but let's give credit where it's due here to to Kaylin Roberts. What a what, what a great run for her. Sets a PB. Talitha Diggs third. Cherokee Young from A and M fourth. So you have Arkansas closing the gap. I guess they could have closed it a little more because they only go they go six seven, so they could have scored more points. But you know, Moo not winning, and you had a chance there for Cherokee Young probably to get to get second. They could have gotten eighteen points theoretically in this yeah. in this race, and they and they didn't get it. Uh, Travis in the chat put the thing mo clip if you want to see where Gordon is like kind of being right. Uh, Ty says she only <laughs> ran that so people would stop calling her a four hundred meter runner. Yeah, I was looking uh, the same thing. <laughs> and Brandon says she'll run one fifty five outdoor eight hundred. I can't be wrong twice in a day. Uh, Ty also asked, would you expect to see anyone go with Kip two if he does go crazy for the first five k? I think there's always a chance there's one taker in cross country, but it's not going to be a person who you would think factors into the individual race. I don't think it would be a Mance or a Grijalva. I think it'll be like Nico Alex Masai. Yeah. Or like, yeah, it's not going to be, it's not going to be like Eduardo Herrera. It's going to be someone who, you know, blows up or has a great day. Um, but it's risky. It's a risky move. Travis also says Kalen Roberts has only won five NCAA 400 meter races and two of them were national championships. That is a good <laughs> Travis. This is great stuff, man. This is great stuff. This is all the stuff that I should have had in, in my notes that I don't have, but it's just adding so much to this live experience here. Uh, here's another one before the 60 meter hurdle race goes off. People just can't get enough of talking about the men's 1500 for the o Olympic trials. John wants to know who are your three milers for the men right now? We'll probably discuss this ad nauseum uh, on Wednesday's pod. Yeah, but it's weird to pick against Centro, but I think Centro's going to be fine. I'm going to go with, I think it'll be Centro in no particular order. I can't give order yet, but I'm going to give it to three. I think it'll be Hawker, Nagoose, and Centro. I'm going to go Angles, Centro, Hawker right now. Is there anything, I feel like, what if the goose goes out there and beats Hawker in the 1500 outdoors? Will you then all be like, all right, the goose, you get the spot now. I think yeah, we're underestimating how this, good the goose is. Yeah. We're just, we haven't seen it. Right. And yeah. you, you give it to Centro because obvious reasons angles. You last time was us champion championship. He won it. Yeah. You got to go a ways back for Nagoose and an NCAA title is not going to carry as much weight as a U.S. title in, in this conversation. Six meter hurdles. Ooh, a win from lane number oh. two. Come on down. You're the next winner of the Price is Right. A lot of upsets here. A lot of upsets in the women's sprints. Is that Baylor? From, yeah, that's Baylor. So Kemba Nelson wins. Then we have Kalen Roberts wins the 400. And now in the women's 60, Chanel Brissett was the, the number one seed or presumed to be the favorite. And instead, we have Akira Nugent, the freshman from Baylor. John says, Nagoose, all caps, question mark. I don't know if that means he agrees with you or agrees with me. Uh, and then Tim says, Angles, Hawker, Tier, Centro. I just, for some reason, I don't think Tiro run the 1500. I could be way off, but it's just my my, my feeling. Uh, 
the weather we're getting still water weather reports now this is just turning into a cross country uh a preview here <laughs> well, we still this have great you know what four four events left and it's getting close uh arkansas now in the lead 61 over a and m okay. seven it's looking good for arkansas again but the problem with arkansas is i have them doing pretty good in the 3k and based on yeah. how they did in the 5K, I'm not sure if we're going to see that. So they need to build up a bigger cushion, I think, on AM. BYU is still staying in there in fourth position with 35. So mm -hmm. I think BYU's big event is this next event, the 800, because this could go a bunch of different ways. This could be 10 points. This could be zero points or one point. We don't know, right? Yeah. There's a lot of variation here. There's uh, variation everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, but I just, we don't. The 800 is so wide open because Mo's not in there. It's it's crazy. This 60 hurdles though. Akira Nugent, then Desay Freeman, the sophomore. So we have freshman then sophomore, uh, go one two. So that's big for Arkansas eight points, which is why you have them now projected to get 61 to AM's 57. This is interesting. SE there sneaking into the podium conversation, projected at 29. So that's. That's something to keep an eye on um, as well. I've been uh, texting the BYU coach during this during this uh, mm. this meet, and I'm, sure I'm telling her, that, yeah. hey, your team has a chance to be podium. You're currently projected fourth, and she doesn't believe it. She's like, it's not possible. I don't believe it. But and maybe that's what you tell yourself. You don't want to you don't want to set yourself up for disappointment. Because she does still need to have her athletes do well in this 800 and the 3K. But yeah, they we yeah. have them projected to get third in the eight and one three in the 3K. And that mm -hmm. gets into 35 points, which right now would be four. Yeah. And wait, what in the 800? Third. Third. Okay. That, well, that, that, that could be ambitious. That could be ambitious. And third in the, I, I think definitely think Wayman's a favorite in the three K, but uh, Hoy getting Hoy getting third, could see it, but that's a pretty tough field as well too. Fifty percent of the time it feels like is spent by coaches at a championship meet trying to figure out what the heck the team score is and who has what and what's going on, and then the other fifty percent is getting their athletes ready to. Nobody, everybody's so confused because a lot of them aren't doing like projections like you have. Yeah, I mean, they have form charts. They have form charts and stuff. But the thing that's getting broadcast and telecast and on the big screen is the score at the moment. And we don't have the situation right now because we've had the field events wrap. But a lot of times they're going on at the same time. And, you know, the weight throw is going on over here and the pole vault still this person, this person passed. It's just it's way too much to keep track of. And it's quite overwhelming, especially if you're just trying to keep your your team composed and ready to go. Yeah, and uh, it's 800. It's going to be interesting. It's the most wide-open event, I think, Yeah. in the entire uh, meet. The fact that Sage Herter yeah. decided to scratch and the fact that I think Moose decided, decided to scratch. You have mm -hmm. no one who's like, oh, yeah, you're the winner. There's no like clear, dominant 800-meter figure right now outside of those other two women. So can be anything. We'll see what happens. LSU there still in third. Pretty obvious that Arkansas and AM should be our one two spot. And then now we just have that battle four three four between LSU, BYU, Florida, even USC, Georgia, and Texas. They're still in there.
And Arkansas has an entrant in the 800. BYU has an entrant in the 800. And Florida has an entrant in the 800. So three teams have a woman in the 800 that are in this podium conversation. I'm interested. Let's see if, well, everybody, anybody who wins this race is kind of an unpredictable winner. I was going to say we have this string of upsets going right now with the the last few events. But anybody who wins this, I think, is going to be a a surprise winner. I think the name that people probably know the most is Aaliyah Miller. She's a senior. Been around for for a while, run some quick times. But I don't think at the beginning of the season, everyone was like, yep, these are going to be the eight women in the final. Uh, Travis says Gordon is greater than live results, which is interesting. So you should just start texting more, more coaches and just see what they say. Coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just all the top 10 coaches just start to just send them screenshots of what's going on and see, see their instant reaction again. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We're having a lot of fun doing this. If you could take a moment, subscribe to the flow track podcast. YouTube page. You can sign up for alerts. Uh, we put a lot of stuff on this page. Remember, we do the podcast three days a week. A lot of clips are on here. Uh, please, please subscribe if you have a moment. Got a thumbs up here, which is exciting. Uh, keep it coming and um, get all the content sent to you on a daily basis on on YouTube. And you also just subscribe to Flowtracks YouTube page too. We don't want to alienate you know, just have our own little podcast empire. You can subscribe to the Flowtrack YouTube page as well, too. And our email address is flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. But you guys are doing a great job. Send us some memes. Send uh, us some memes. Send us a ton of memes. Gordon's uh, 2016 Bowerman. (laughs) Anger is is a good meme. Uh, While we have a moment, do we have a moment? We have a moment. I think two okay. minutes is when the next race is, or one. Minute. So we're doing this Monday. We're doing this Monday for cross. Can you explain the lay of the land? What's it going to look like? Yeah, so we're going to go live on YouTube on this channel at 11 a.m. Central. The first race is at 11:50. So from 11 to 11:50, we'll do a mega preview, give all of our gut thoughts on what we think is going to happen in the two races. Women's races at 11:50. Men's races at 12:30. But what we're going to do is, you see this screen you got. You notice how on the left side we have latest results and underneath we have team scores. We're going to be doing the same thing, but this time on the left side, we're going to have the live splits every 1K and also the team scores at every 1K. So mm-hmm. basically you're on here. If you're watching the feed at home, you can always know who is in the lead team-wise, individual-wise at every K split the entire race. So it'll be very valuable and it'll be me, Kevin, and we'll have two special guests, one for the women's race, one for the men's race. And uh, you know what we'll do? See if anyone in the chat can guess who our guests are. And we'll just let them keep guessing uh, until they get it. The only hint we'll say, they ran collegiately in the past five years. And they were pretty good in cross country. And they both, they both have won national titles. Maybe not just in cross country, but they both are NCAA champions in either track or cross country. Can you mm-hmm. guess the male and the female guess? Let it ride. One, Who are we bringing? One man, one woman. If you can't get it after the 800, I'll give more clues. Yeah. Uh, the winner gets a shout out. I don't know. I don't have any, I don't have any mer- anything to sell here. 800 underway, Gordon. It's so once again, Gordon versus the-, the live results. 
<laughs> Looking at the team battle, obviously the BYU Florida, they're four five. They both have an entry in this race. So if BYU can beat Florida's athlete, Gabrielle Wilkinson, that'll be huge for mm-hmm. BYU. If Florida beats BYU's athlete, that'll be huge for Florida. So that's the little subplot to watch in this race. Is Aaliyah Miller, uh, Aaliyah Miller out hard. very, well, very, very quick, quickly. She's doing a Wesley Kip two here. 27? <laughs> 27 points? I, like I feel like Aaliyah Miller's been in the NCAA for like ever. Right? I remember when she was like a freshman lighting it up and then she's still here, senior year. Here we go. Oh, she's out here quick. Here we go through 56 <laughs> 56.9. <laughs> I don't know how this wild. is going to end. Gonna run fast. This is someone's gonna hurt. This is gonna, I think everybody's hurting at this point. It's hard to fit. So, I got Arkansas in second, and it looks like BYU in fourth. Is Aaliyah Miller gonna break the world record? Is that what's gonna happen here? I mean, they're slowly closing her in, but they she's such a big lead. What is she? 127? I mean, 127. So, she's closing 30, 30. she's gonna run 157. This this is it, man. Are you gonna catch her? She she's gonna she gonna get caught. No, oh, she looks slapped. like she's gonna hold it. She gonna it hold looks it. Like she's gonna hold it. Yeah, I think everybody else is cooked too because they went out real hard. See, she went out fast, but they went out fast too. Oh man, the finish line can't oh, come she's... soon enough. She gets big it. run for wow, her. Too flat. Too oh, I think Arkansas got up for. Th- Third and BYU is fifth. I didn't see Florida. Aaliyah Miller. Let's get some splits on that, Travis, if we could. Wow. She went for it and she held on. Gotta respect it. That was that was risky. Let's just say that. That was that was quite risky. Okay, here are the splits for Miller. 27 6, 29 2, 30.6, 33 21. Lori Barton of Clemson. Save Clemson track uh, was second, 201.21. Shafiqua Maloney of Arkansas, third, 201.22. Then Butler from Vatech, Seymour from BYU, Wilkinson from Florida, uh, McKenna Keegan from Villanova, seventh, and Sarah Hendrick from Kennesaw State in eighth. So four PBs in that race. So Aaliyah Miller, 20069, where is that all time? I know we were in the oh, thing no. Mo era. So can we can we get the all time here on that one? You want me to bring it up? I don't I don't have that I don't have that list. Do you have that list in front of you? I'll bring Let's it see. up. Let's list see. uh collegiate boom boom boom. No, I will not like to do. Okay, so what you want? 200, 200.69. Tied for second all time with Jasmine Frey. Okay. So before a thing, Mo, that would have been the collegiate record. Yeah. Well, tied for tied collegiate record. Uh, Jasmine yeah. Frey. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just interesting how that time has been completely recalibrated because now you're like, oh, you got to go under two. You just got to go under two. <laughs> anything, above, anything that starts with the two is not going to be the best, best time ever. All right, I'm jumping into the chat here, but before I do that, Gordon, team score update. So Arkansas with a now a seven-point cushion over AM. 
Again, Arkansas, though, I don't think they're going to score as many as we think they are in the 3K. So they need to keep that cushion over AM because AM is going to win the 4x4. Four four. So 64 to 57 AM. LSU still in third with 38. BYU, even though we thought she would get third, she got fifth. They still stay in fourth position with 33. Florida in fifth position with 31. Then USC 29, Georgia 28, Texas 27. So BYU, if they go 1 3, I mean, the best they can do is 35 right now. But we have them getting 33. And if they get to 35, if they go 1 2, you got to mm-hmm. think that's going to be enough. I, I think it's going to be enough. 1 3, I mean, they can go 1. I mean, they can go 1 5 and then be tied with Florida. So, yeah. There's definitely. Our, BYU is in contention to get that fourth spot. Just looked it up. Updated it. It's been 847 days since Arkansas women have lost a cross-country or track national championship. Can they make it to 848? Looks like they can do it, but they're going to need to close out this meet. Gordon, let's go to the comments. People are trying to guess the guest for Monday. Travis, our coworker who knows the answer, but still guessed Robert Brandt. Shout out to him. Uh, people are guessing Schweizer, Knight, Young. Jones, Alio, a lot of Danny Jones, Josh Kerr, Craig Engels. But we have a winner here from, we got one of them, right? Game Master 123, McDonald. Morgan McDonald. That is one of the guests who will be joining us. Can you guess the other one? The female guest. I'll give you a hint. Silver medal. Silver medal is your hint. Folks, Travis that's, also I thought you more of a win. That's a good hint. That's a good hint. That's a that's a that's a good hint. Kurt asks Lincoln. Now Lincoln did not get the silver medal at the field day at Springfield High. PS one forty in back in uh, back in nineteen ninety six. So not it is not Lincoln. Uh, Travis put the workout Wednesday with Aaliyah Miller. Just churning out links here in in the comments. <laughs> Uh, you can check that out. Just content, content, content. Content, content, content. Uh, oh, we got it. Stuku Pig. I don't know if that's how you say that name. That seems like a gamer tag, and I am not cool enough to understand that. Gets it right. Frericks. Courtney Frericks and Morgan McDonald will be joining us on Monday for the live show. Technology permitting. Just kidding. It's going to work. It's 100% going to work because Gordon got this thing working. We got a lawn. Uh, doing the dials, and we have uh, Travis sending awesome stats and making sure this goes. So, yeah, Frericks and Morgan McDonald will be watching along with us. So you you can jump in the chat and ask questions. You're asking questions to me and Gordon, which is great, and we like it, but I'm sure you'd rather ask questions to Courtney Frericks and Morgan McDonald, and that's what you can do on Monday. That's what you can do while you watch. Obviously... Courtney's team in the mix, New Mexico women. Morgan's team in the mix, according Poor to Bowden. Gordon. Yes. The Wisconsin men. No, I think you had them winning. I think. <laughs> no. I think I broke that no? news to okay. Morgan. It's like, hey, your team actually could podium. And he was like, really? Like, oh, all right. <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's like, I knew we were good. I didn't know we might podium, you know? So. Yeah. Man, it's going to be a close finish. We got the 200s. Got She needs to not let me down him. Abby, my Abby Steiner train, which I jumped on in 
early 2020 as the uh, the Olympic uh, team member. If she can come out here and throw down a fast 200, I'll feel good about that. Tim said he wants Lincoln. Maybe we can make that happen. We we live to please here on the Flow Track Podcast. Maybe we can get a cameo <laughs> of, of Lincoln at the end. He can just give his his takes. Speaking of credit for calling things early, I noticed this on Twitter after I got done with my run in between the the men's section and the women's section. Uh, David Monty, Race Results Weekly, two hours ago tweets. Shout out to Gordon Mack. I already have you already got my attention with that, David. He was the first person I heard talking up Cooper Tier when he was still in high school. I would never have predicted he would enjoy so much success so quickly. Now, this surprised me. Uh, Obviously, David has been around the sport for a long time. He's also been around you a long time, so he should know that you talk up a lot of people. (laughs) Uh, But he remembered the one you got right, because I can remember some ones that you didn't get right, but that's okay. That's all you got. Props props to David Monty. Race results weekly. I miss seeing these people in the mix zone. Yeah. I swear. Seeing all, right. all the people there in this indoor meet, we could have been there. But if we were there, we wouldn't be doing this. And part of me feels like this is more fun. Are you enjoying this? Just sitting there, this? sitting there in a mix zone getting an interview. I don't know. This is more fun. We should do, we're going to do this during the Olympics, I, right? This will be definitely awesome during the Olympics. Then we get a bunch well, of guests. watch this. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, Lincoln. Oh, do you know one, what we should do? For sure. Mm. We should get the fourth place finisher at USA's to, to watch each Olympic race with us. So they'll be like, that could have been me. Yeah, I that's what it'll be called. That could have been me on the Flow Track podcast. It's ideas like this. I don't understand why you haven't had more uh, success. So two sections here. Women's women's 200. We're getting ready to go here. 20 Terry is in this heat. Abby Steiner will be in the other heat. Let's see. So this is big for LSU. They need to score well here. Let's see why I have LSU finishing <laughs> this. So if LSU getting fifth. Well, this is that's going to help BYU. That else you didn't that last in that race. Gordon furiously updating the projections there. Very good. Travis said he takes credit for Aaliyah uh, Miller's win because she did a mile split uh, broadcast back in 2016, commentating on. A yeah, Travis stream, has been on the. Travis Loki has been on the Aaliyah Miller hype train from the early days. And uh, that's that Texas mile split. That's that Texas yeah. mile split uh, connection. Respect See, that. That, that runs deep. Kennedy Flannel back in 2018 ran a really good 200 and then got DQ'd in Birmingham. I re- that was one of the, one of my memories from, from that meet. Cause she was having an amazing year. Um, well, Alex Laura has entered the chat folks. Alex Laura oh. has entered. The chat, he typed 847, what in the actual, which is exciting. Oh, 847 days since Arkansas last won a, oh. or lost a women's title. There we go. I was wondering what he was referencing. Uh, Alex speaks in code for those of you who have never met Alex. But if you're in this stream, you know who Alex Laura is. So again, now's an opportunity to uh, connect, talk to Alex Laura. So if Arkansas does make it to 847 days, I guess they're really only going to make it to 800. 800- 
What's today? So today is 847. So t- they could make it to – so Sunday would be 848. No, Sunday would be 848. So they would make it 849 unless they pull off the upset of the century, get that title. I'm uh, – Dilgit is confused. She's do like – she doesn't know – Dilgit Taylor of BYU has no idea, like, the sprinting, like, realm of – because she sees that, like, we could potentially podium, and she doesn't know, like, don't they have four-by-fours, though? Wait, aren't – like, she just doesn't know that her team has a chance to be in the podium. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the scores, they would probably be in, like, 10th right now. Right, right, right. So All right, so flannel – No. <laughs> Listen, that's part of this. 2264. I've interrupted you plenty. 2264, time to beat here. Let's see if Abby Steiner can do it, or will we have another upset in the sprints? And what will Alex Lore think? I'm whispering before the 200 just because it's conditioned to talk like this. <laughs> this is probably fun for the podcast listeners. Hello, this is the Women's 200, Heat 2. 2021 uh, running man NCAA wants to know does the flow track van still exist somewhere yes it's parked in the headquarter parking lot of which that's where i'm at right now and it's in the it's in the corner of a very very big parking lot <laughs> and it was in the corner of the old uh, Ty- headquarters they just re- they just moved the the, the van to move. a new parking lot of every new building they move into <laughs> they have to tow it though or does it still run i they probably have to tow it all right steiner looking good Making up the stagger there down the home stretch. Ty, Ty says if if Steiner loses, they'll she'll never he'll never trust you again. Oh, it's close at the line. 2236. So that um, is your national champion there. Abby Steiner. Let's look at the team score implications here. Wait, how's the collegiate record? She broke the collegiate record. What? She tied the collegiate record. 2238. She tied it. I predicted I that. I said she would break the collegiate record, and she did. I Dude. thought you said she ran twenty two thirty six. She broke it. Then, no, right? they they rounded it up. They rounded it up. Okay, all right. So she equals the uh, Gabby Thomas record from from twenty eighteen. I remember talking about that one earlier because I think Ashley Henderson broke the collegiate record in the first heat, and then it didn't last long. So Ty, you can trust. Gordon for now because he did not lead you astray with this. So Clark second, Flannel third, Terry fourth, Battle fifth. And there is the new collegiate record holder. World indoor number five all time. He kind of lost me a bit there, Travis, with the war. No, just kidding. Indoor 200s, you know, they're an event that happens. Um, Are these updated now? Yeah, everything's updated. Okay, so Arkansas is still in a good position, but correct. Can you say this one more time? People might just be tuning in. So those are the projections. What do you have Arkansas though getting in the in the three thousand? It's a good question. What do I have them getting in three thousand? I have them going <laughs> second and sixth. So eight plus. Three, so I'm getting 11 points, right? Yeah. Okay, they have, they, have, they have four women in there. 
okay, four women in there to get 11 points. And then what do you have them getting in the, in the four by four then? Second, eight points. But I have A&M okay, so still, winning the four by four with 10 points. This is not over. This is not over no, then. No, it's not. Because they need to do 11 well is not guaranteed. Yeah, 11 is not guaranteed unless you're Cole Hawker and then somehow you get 11 points even though 10 points is the maximum you can get in an event. Maybe style points and or something like that. BYU's hold on fourth place is now down to a one-point lead over USC. So I have BYU getting 16 points. So they definitely need to get – they need to do they need to win and Olivia Hodge needs to be second or third for them to be in the conversation. And then they're going to watch that 4 by 4 on pins and needles, hoping USC doesn't come out of nowhere and finish really well. Yeah. USC booing by USC that, getting, that women's... I have USC getting fourth in the four by four. Okay. Um, they got the champion now. They got they got Kalen Roberts. I wonder if we'll get a Kalen Roberts a thing mo rematch there. Are they in the same heat? We'll have to check that. I th- I think so, yes. Yeah. I think you are What's great about this live stream is everything I would normally think inside of my head when I'm at a meet and look up, I'm just saying it out loud in hopes that someone will provide <laughs> the answer for me. It's, it's there you, go. you could really get you could really get drunk on this power. Uh okay. Did you say that they were in the same heat or no? Yeah, I think they're in the same heat. Yeah, they put you, the oh, fourth ooh, yeah. in, the, in the last heat. Yeah. Ooh, and Arkansas in there yeah. as well, too. Very exciting. Charles wants to know, what do you think about the tier Hawker matchup in the 3K? It was incredible. I think, as I said at the time, it's like Hawker sitting on his cooldown still, and somehow he ran uh, and closed that well. I think that seems like the perfect distance for him because he's shown he's obviously strong enough at the 5K and and very strong in the, in the mile as well, too. I do think it's probably... The pressure in that race was probably on Cooper tier. Would you agree? More so than uh, Cole Hawker. Hawker already. So I was saying that. I was saying this to Johanna. I mean, Cooper tier already won the DML. I was saying this to Johanna after the race, and I said there had been some bit of like relaxation that tier probably had in that three K. They knew they were going to win the team title. That's what they came there for. He had already won the yeah. DMR. He knew that like there wasn't a Grijalva or a Mance or Kipto in the race, and so that they would, he would probably do well. And I just feel like there might have been a little bit of a lack of focus of like I need to win, and more about a focus mm-hmm. of I just need to be like good and be top three with my teammate. And I think that might have allowed him to not be as dialed in in the final two laps where he was, because I think the last person he was worried about. <laughs> trying to fix like he wasn't like i need to win this or we lose the championship he's like he knew they won the championship in the final lap when he's like hey, it's just me and cole oh he beat me damn it he, he beat me on this day but i just feel like there might have been an inch of lack of mental focus due to the fact that the only person he knew he was going to be top three and his teammate was the one that beat him you know i don't yeah but once it became clear that they were away hawker was just the the, the better man today. And I think part of that again is if you want to look at it from the m- mental side of things is, you know, he already had the title in, he obviously was having a, a great day. I wonder, I mean, if you're a physiologist person, you could, 
you could weigh in on this, but it's like Tier running fresh for Saturday, but ran a hard DMR leg the day before. Hawker ran his hard effort an hour before. I know different people adapt differently to how much layoff they have. And obviously now with, I don't know, the just it seems like the proliferation of things like post-race workouts, like people just seem to be able to pile up hard, hard efforts one after the other. And once they reset, they're able to go again. I, I wonder from a physiological standpoint, if there's something there, we're not going to know for certain until they both you know, race each other fresh, but pretty, I mean, he's the story, you know, of those two yeah. for, coming out of this meet. It's, it's, it's Cole Hawker and just don't let the three K get in the way of what you saw him do in the mile, which is not only win, but win with ease. And I know Sam Tanner and Cooper Cheer weren't there, but still an NCAA championship mile field and he won it comfortably. Yeah. Um, so running man asked, how do you think the three K is affected for, from, uh, from cross? So who would we see in here that we're not getting to see because their emphasis on cross? Well, the, the Auburn athlete, Joyce Camelli, she scratched cross. She won the 5K. So she went all in. And Mercy Chilang got, who would have been in the 3K and 5K, she scratched to focus on Mercy Chilang got. So, <laughs> so the only true like people that really are going to affect this is the Arkansas women. But I think they kind of just set the vibe like, you're all in on this. We're going to run cross on Monday. Mm -hmm. We're probably going to get eighth, but that's okay. And yeah. so they're not really kind of in the mix. I would, I am interested though in the Washington athlete. I think Ali Sh Sh Shadler, Shadler is one to watch because yeah. she's going to be an important key for Washington. We look at the Washington women as a team that can potentially po podium, if not win. So I think Ali Shadler is probably the only person I think is the big moving the needle team wise at the cross country championships. Well, and if you flip it, who's at cross but not here? I think the Stanford women—that's the the big missing piece here. They did not yeah. run indoor and New at Mexico. All. So Ella Donahue, Ella Donahue um, and others were not here. And obviously, last indoor season before things got shut down, Stanford was one of the teams that was on on fire. Uh, Tim also mentioned Sophia Dudek as as well. Obviously, based on her cross season, you'd have to add her in there. Uh, does Yared regret not running indoor? Tim asks. I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't think that would have gone very well against Cole Hawker. And now he gets a full <laughs> reset. It wouldn't have. Nobody would have. Who would have beaten Cole Hawker in the mile? Ever. Maybe Yared. Not you even just like. No, no dude. Yared Nikos, we for, we're Are we forgetting how good he was? And how good he is. I think you're he's, forgetting. He was you're already he's the forgetting last how good Cole Hawker was, and it happened ten minutes ago. And you're already forgetting he how won good the Cole Hawker is. He won the 2019 outdoor 1500, and then he was the heavy favorite in indoors in 2020. And then pandemic happened. I think we are looking at Yaren Goose through the lens of he got eighth at the Nevada Cross Country Invitational, so therefore he's not as good. But in reality, no. yeah, he's not good at the 8K. But when he's in his wheelhouse training for a 1500 or training for a mile, he is not going to get smoked by Hawker. This is not going to happen. I'm just saying, I'm just saying this season was Hawker's season. And if you were to dip into the mile, you're dipping into a guy who's having, who just has an incredibly hot hand. And I think it almost is his, his decision makes sense when you look at it holistically. We're going to focus on 
longer stuff, build up a solid base, and then transition to outdoors because we want to be sharp in June. And we're going to see which method pays off in outdoors, NCAA outdoors. We'll see like which which strategy was the better one. Was it you know going and doing the traditional schedule or was it taking advantage of the fact that there are cross-country meets and you can wait and put your peak in later? I think we're going to see. But I don't think the list of people in the NCAA who would have beaten Cole Hawker today is very, very small. And I'm not just talking about yeah. this year. I'm talking about of the last of the last 10 years. I'm talking about the last 10 years of people. The list of people who would beat him today is very small. Look at his closing splits. Look at his closing splits. I think it's great, man. But like to say that he's the greatest of all time <laughs> in the past 10 years, I think I didn't say he's hold on. I didn't say he's the greatest of all time. I'm just saying the list of people over the last 10 years who would have beaten him today is extremely short. I think it just happened right in front of your face, so you're not you're not processing it yet how ridiculous that double was. And I'm just saying today, I don't say this is going to guarantee him fame and fortune and 12 more NCAA titles and five gold medals. I'm just saying today, what we saw today, the way he controlled True. both those races. So this women's race is bunching up. They were kind of single file, but now they're like side by side. BYU mm -hmm. still has their two women up there in the top eight. Wayman is there sitting on the shoulder of Kameli who won the 5K. So the two NCAA champions from yesterday, excuse me, yesterday are one, two here in this race. I don't uh -oh. see Katie Izzo. Oh, there she is. There's Katie Izzo. So look up. Uh, you are you okay? looking good. I mean, we're 618, 619 through this race. Man, this is gonna be it's gonna be close. Everyone is together. I mean, this late in a race, six this minutes into a nine minute race, and the entire field of 16 are all within five meters of each other, 10 meters of each other. Mm-hmm. Definitely Camelli took it out and then slowed it down and no one wants to go. And I think who do you think is gonna make the move? I think I think it's gonna be Wayman. I think Wayman's gonna go. It's gonna be Wayman. At a point. It's gonna be just this is just gonna be like the DMR. That's what this is gonna yeah. be like. Four laps remaining. Perfect time for me to now drop in what I would say is about an eight to twelve minute monologue about shoes. Let me just say <laughs> for me, no, we're not just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, Alex says Nagus DMR focus in the past. Yes, he's a hundred, hundred percent, hundred percent true. Like Nagus's, Nagus's resume in a way should be better because I don't think people look at DMR titles the same way yeah. they look at indoor mile titles. And he got the one outdoors, which obviously was well deserved. Um, as, so that's going to be a great battle between those two. I think you'd have to say they're the they're the favorite. You put Tier right there with them if he decides to run the 1500. This and is Hoy bunching is up. Out yeah, in lane two. yeah, Hoy is way too far. Oh, someone fell. Oh, someone Big old down. pile. Big old pile up. Uh-oh. Hopefully no one gets DQ because of that. Uh, who was in that? And everybody's going to get up and finish because points, points, points. Yeah. Hoy just avoided it. I saw her put her arm out. You could tell they were bunched up because she was way out in lane three. So, so okay, we have, so Arkansas. I have projected BYU needing to get one three to maintain that top four position. Yeah, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. I do think Arkansas is going to end up with 11, though, here because they got, I think they have three left in here. They got three in the top yeah, seven here. Yeah. So Arkansas is going to be in a fine, fine position. BYU, I think the best they can hope for now is 12 out of this. 
Yeah, because Hoy's in seventh. Yeah. So she's going to be She's going to have to try desperate. to catch people who are dropping. Wayman looks good. Wayman and Gregory. Right her. Her or is that Gregory? That's Sorry. Gregory. That's Gregory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is what we could have seen oh, last yeah. night, but Gear, Gear was the anchor, not Gregory. Let's see. I thought Gregory was going to go there. Yeah, Wayman keeping Golden her at bay. This is going to be huge. Gregory's going to swing wide. Oh, I think uh, she's going to get her. Who's got it? No. Wayman holding her off. Wayman's got enough. Wow. Oh, look at, look at Taylor in the bottom. Lose her mind there. <laughs> she almost jumped onto the track. Another title oh, for BYU. Wow. And if, did Hoy get up for seventh? I don't know what place I think this is. This, so I think it was a big, I think Arkansas outperformed. I think Arkansas outperformed the form chart, though, for sure. Okay, so let's update it. Boom. There was a flag, so someone might get DQ'd. We don't know, right? So, Yeah, here's the, here's the fall. They're showing this on the inside here. That's Ellie Hines in there. Yeah, is that Ellie Hines in the red who went down? Yeah. And then she took out – is that Shadler? Or was Shadler farther behind? I don't know if there's enough there to to DQ. And if if an Ingebrigtsen isn't involved, usually there's no DQs. Uh, Wayman closing thirty one two according to Travis. Alex Lawrence calling it a big old pileup, which is a good way to uh, say it. Who's the goat of indoor distance doubles? I mean, it's Alex. Right. I'm on a live show here with Gordon Mack. Any the answer to every question pretty much is Edward Cheserek, especially something about indoor distance doubles. Not even close. Uh, but did you know, Gordon, 2016 Bowerman? Uh, what a great meet for Courtney Wayman. What a great yeah. meet for Wayman. So up until well, last year's cross country season was overshadowed by Erica Burke and, and Whitney Orton, but then had that really amazing race finished in front of them in in Terre Haute. To lead BYU to second, anchors them to the DMR title last night. She was in that first recruiting class with Coach Taylor, where Coach Taylor promised them, Hey, uh, come to BYU, we'll get on the podium before you leave. And that is exactly what happened. Craig says it's under review. It is under review. So someone threw out the old red flag or did the challenge signal. They did, did they do the uh the NBA thing where they do this? I love that. Anytime there's a there's a a foul, like a block charge, like six guys point and you do this. So, so it's an amazing part of sports now. I don't think BYU is going to get that fourth position now anymore. They're locked in at 29 points. But you you see Georgia there is locked in, I think, at 31 points. Florida can get to 31. S USC can get to 32. So they were but in Georgia it, already but, has 31. I think they already have 31. Let me double check. Yeah. So, because Georgia, Jessica dropped. They went from 28 to 31 in that 3K. So, um, the best. Who got eight? Who got the Robert Brandt award? Who got the Robert Brandt? Marty Skyring. Oh, Florida State. Marty Skyring. Florida State. Okay, so BYU comes up a little bit short trying to get on the podium, but I think they'll still take what two national titles and yeah. some all all American and finishes, finish. and then they yeah, and then they get to go to 
Stillwater, maybe get two more individual and a, and a team title with a whole new crew. And Arkansas just opening this thing up. Project 848 days for Lance Harder, which is a made-up thing that he definitely has never heard of, is is a success for uh, for the Razorbacks there. Woo pig suey. Okay, you have you have 45 seconds to do this. I'm limiting you to 45 seconds. I'm actually going to start a watch. I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm going to regret doing this. But again, people in the comments. They're nice enough to tune in, and some of them are nice enough to subscribe, so we have to respond to the request. Tim says, can you explain the Bowerman? Like, how did Ed never win? Okay, 45 seconds. Gordon, go. He didn't win because of bullshit narrative that really has no connection to the modern-day era. They made up a stat saying, no one has ever done this since Jesse w Jesse Owens. So therefore, it must be rare. And it's not rare. It is just a circumstantial situation where Jerry and Lawson got lucky. He had, uh, I forget the two guys, but the LSU guy got hurt. And I think, oh, Trayvon Bromel and uh, the USC guy, freak, you're, 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 you're making me rush. But the two guys who went pro early, so Jerry and Lawson had the slowest 100 and 200-meter double of all time and got lucky in a long jump. He gets the triple. He Everyone thinks it's great. And everyone wants to hate on Chez because they think, oh, he wins everything. But in reality, what they really were doing mm. is they were set. Mm. They they thought they could give Chez the Bowerman his senior year. But they they, they were like, oh, we'll get to him senior year. But no, you got to give it to him now because mm -hmm. you'll know what will happen senior year. And senior year, he got hurt. So time's it's, up. It's all bullshit. Jerry Lawson is – Darren Lawson's triple – was nothing compared to what Ches did in the indoor season. I'll put that on my gravestone when I go to bed. When I when I when I time when I'm dead. When you go to bed. Don't when I go to bed. I think you have an interesting interpretation of gravestones. I forgot some people. Uh, I almost I had a lot rushed. I, I didn't feel prepared, No, it was good. It was good. Jerry I Lawson think did the not last point it. it was Chaz No, I mean Jerry Lawson was amazing that year. But I think that last point, what you touched on, is true. It's sort of you, you hear it sometimes with MVPs and with Oscars and stuff. It's like, we'll get to them next time because they have this order in their mind of how they want to get to things, but nothing is guaranteed. And because he had that injury his last year, you know, they were going to give it to him that last year. Even if he only won one, I think they were going to give it as a lifetime achievement award. But instead, uh, timing and circumstance bit him. But if you ever see Gordon they, in the they, street, uh, bring it up the to him. To a so, they gave the Bowerman to a guy who got sixth in the indoor 60. Mm -hmm. That's what Jerry Lawson got. He got sixth in the indoor 60. You know what Ches did? Right. He won five titles. That's what he did. He won five. Went 17 in all, right? Or something like that? Is that the number? It's ridiculous. 17? But hey, yeah. Jesse Owens okay. award. Moving on. Moving on here. Uh, <laughs> Travis put me Cody Weymouth's NCAA cross country or NCAA champs progression 153rd in cross country 2016 71st 2017 cross country 23rd in 2018 cross country fifth 2018 cross country and then first dmr in this meet and then first in the 3k there you go uh and someone is comparing you to michael rapaport in the chat which is good with your rant so well done i think that's that's what we all strive for okay so this is over for the team race we just have a four by four for fun right now well, yeah, it's over because Arkansas is at 62. The best Texas A&M could do is 57. So Arkansas has clinched. Okay. 
Uh, podium. We still got SC. Florida, Georgia, close. Between, Georgia can't. Georgia can't catch up. Georgia right? can't. Georgia can't catch up, but USC and Florida could come down to them. So, because if you look okay. at the current scores, USC. So Florida, current scores: yeah. Arkansas is at sixty-two, A and M at forty-seven, LSU at thirty-four, Georgia at thirty-one, BYU at twenty-nine. So mm-hmm. BYU is locked in at no better than fifth. But USC and Florida, they're sitting there in sixth place with 27 points, have a chance to move up to try to pass Georgia. And right mm-hmm. now I project USC will pass Georgia when all is said and done. So, Well, if the most drama going into the 4x4 four four in terms of the team race is who's going to get fourth, that's, we've, seen, we've seen more dramatic ends to the meets. I'll just, I'll just say that. That's true. Uh, yeah, women's 3K, Greg says, are official now. So did anybody get DQ'd? Because of that pileup, I would doubt it. But again, you never can be too sure. And it looks no. like nobody got DQ'd. There was one scratch there, but no DQ. Uh, Alex says Ed Chez punished forever because of Pen Relay's DMR. Yeah. Right. And like looking around a lot, and maybe the, uh, the, the voters didn't like that. He would average 6.7 look arounds per final lap because um, he was usually ahead, ahead by a lot. Um, I also think so the voters far. of the Bowerman, when they started we it, we can't talk about this anymore. The time limit. Has one more exceeded. thing. Last I'm one. Gonna last one. I'm gonna have a lawn mute. You last like. one. Last one. Last one. When they started it, the first two people who got it in the first year was Jenny Simpson and Galen Rupp. And I think the same after the Bowerman track distance coach, whatever. <laughs> I do think he's gonna mute. I do think the voters. Want to like <laughs> over make sh- make make sure that they never like bias distance events because that's okay, how they started. I and I think they always are going to be like, but but who's a good weight thrower? You know who's a good long horizontal? And I feel like they force themselves to only pick distance if there's no one else mm-hmm. in any event. And I think that's yeah. what they did. They Jerry Lawson had a. A made-up narrative, and so therefore they didn't pick Chess. So Okay, so we're off that. That's good. I'm glad we're not talking about that anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, two national championships for Weymouth. Credit to her. Big performance. Was sharp at the right time. Obviously, she came in as the top seed in the 3K, lived up to it, and some clutch, clutch running, too. You know, when your coach, um, you know, they haven't won an individual title, or a team title, um, and and you think this is the year, or you think last year was the year, and then you come oh so close in cross country, and then in indoor it gets canceled. There's a lot of pressure, and she lived up to that. Um, so Travis says four of the top ten all-time indoor four by four teams in the final heat. So there you go. There's something to watch. I mean, I want to see a thing most split. That's what I want to see, and I want to see Texas A&M, and you know if she matches up with Kalen Roberts, I'd like to see that. So that's that's what I'm watching for. But in terms of the team race, I think it's relatively drama free. Subscribe. How can you make it, folks? Won't be a way to make the four by four more drama. I thought you were going to talk about. I got an idea. Uh, the Big Ten does the thing. Uh, the Big oh, Ten does that? the thing where uh, 
Well, for indoor four by fours, the Big Ten does a thing where they put all the teams, you know, in contention for the team race in the same heat, so they don't separate them. They re they reseeded essentially. I think they put the top seeds, the top two seeds maybe, or the top seed plus, they fill the rest of the lanes with the next best team, so team they can kind of go head to head. Yeah, I you could do it the whole sort of uh, weird decat. You know, everybody's like. Not everybody, but me think it's be a fun thing and way more user friendly than decathlon if they start based on point order. So that way, whoever crosses yeah. the finish line first is in front. You know, that'd be kind of cool with the with the four by four, but it would only work with a duel or a tri meet. Wouldn't really make sense when some teams are not even in the team race and they're just out there running by themselves. So, no, I like the way. Uh, I like. I mean, this is well. This is the best way you, you know can what do I would it in do? a national championship. You got to put the best. Do you know together, what, I what I would do? It'll be hard to mm -hmm. logistically, but the four by four is not part of the team score. What the four by four does is you do a track meet to find the eight top teams, and then they all get to enter the four by four. So before the four by four, you look at the team score, who are the top eight teams score wise, and then those are the eight teams who are allowed to run in the four by four, and then they all run. And so therefore, the entire meet is all about qualifying your four by four to just to just have a, a spot on the line in the four by four. And then whoever wins the four by four wins the meet. So you're watching a giant qualification of who gets to be in the four by four final. And then when the four by four wins the team title. You had me a giant qualification. There's nothing I like more than watching people get together and qualify for things. But it'll be like, no, it's like the entire okay. track meet is the regular season, and then the playoffs <laughs> is the four by four. The entire but what if you don't have a four by four? You don't have a good four by four team. Well, get a Oregon good four men. by four team. Get a good four <laughs> by team. You, we should argue that like you're not a real track team unless you have a four by four. I'm willing to say that argument. You can't say that you're a track and field team <laughs> if you just have three throwers, a high jumper, heptathlete, and some guy who's really good in the mile. Is that track and field? No, but that's why, like I'm good in like four different events. Well, why is it one event? Why why does not having but what about four good milers? Why is it a four by mile no. to end the meet? Why is it the four by four? Because why it's is, the one the where four... everyone meets in the middle. It's just like right there. Why is maybe, it the four right, maybe by four by six hundred? Would that be better? I don't know. Uh, yes. I think that'd be I cool. think what we need is a four by six hundred. I think we do four by six hundred. There's no limit to where the sport can go. That's what I think. No, it's fine no. the way it is. It's just you look, you get cool moments. I remember uh, Phyllis Francis of Oregon, Ashley Spencer of Texas, like a dramatic four by four, obviously outdoors. We've seen the ones, uh, with, with USC, uh, where they lose, you know, Raven Rogers beats them. And then the next year they come back and Kendall Ellis catches Purdue. Like they are awesome and they happen, but sometimes they don't. And that's just how it works out. And you got to live with both, uh, possible circumstances. But with this one, we still get, like Travis said, four of the top 10 teams all time. So it's probably going to be a fast mark and you got to thing Mo. Tim wants a four by eight at the end of the meet, by the way. So there you go. I want You're the four by people. four to be the playoffs of the track meet where you qualify. It's for not basketball. Four, then... It's not, it's but not it could basketball. be. <laughs> Wait, I don't we want just had the be. basketball <laughs> world record holder win two titles. <laughs> no, no, Whitney that's Whitney Orton, not Courtney Wayman. You're getting oh, that's Whitney Orton. Sorry. My bad. Uh, okay. Here's the stat. Hey, I knew USTFCCA would come up with the stat. Oregon is the only the second program in meet history to complete the 60 meter sweep in the same year, win both men's and women's titles. 
LSU was the first in 2008 with Richard Thompson and Kelly Ann Baptiste. There we go. I knew they'd have it. So it's only happened once before. We need a super cut from this broadcast of every time you say the phrase, there you go. There you go. Just like a bunch of there you go. USTFCC. There you go. There you go. It's more like the, the more you know. I should probably say the more you know. Which is what what happens usually when uh, the USTFCCA tweets. You get some good nuggets of information here. You want to talk again? Plug again the the cross country live stream for Monday. Yeah. Again tomorrow. I mean not tomorrow. Monday, eleven a.m. Live on the Flow Track Podcast YouTube channel, just like this. It'll be me, Kevin, two guests, Morgan McDonald and Courtney Frerichs. We'll be watching the two cross country championship races. We'll have live splits on the screen for every 1k so we can keep track of the team score throughout the entire race and uh, have some fun chat in the comments ask some questions to morgan and courtney uh the first race is at 11 50 but we'll go live at 11 a massive big big preview have some fun it's gonna be a good time 11 yeah, a.m so subscribe Monday. central subscribe, subscribe. to the oh, subscribe. yeah and you get the alerts and all that stuff it'll be exciting stuff there on monday it'll be yeah so the setup will be the same like gordon said except we'll have the the splits uh as we go so we'll be able to give analysis throughout the the race who's where they're supposed to be who needs to catch up where is wesley kip to did he break 14 in the first 5k basically all the things you want to know two heats remaining here in the indoor championship of the four by four they need it is not invite rap they they need only invite Eight relay eight teams. teams and eight DMR teams. We only need mm. twelve teams. Come on, that's interesting. Like that wrinkle. first heat. We need, do we need that? Do we need three hits of a four by four? Come on. Or we need bigger indoor tracks. You can put more than four teams up there. Yeah, and we should put the indoor track outdoors. Maybe extend it to a four hundred meter track. That'll be good. Maybe call okay, it outdoor. This track. is a. See, I've been saying this for a while now, <laughs> and nobody seems to be listening to me. I wonder if Alex Lore's still in the chat. Final opportunity here. You only got two heats I think he's left. Gone. Alex, come he's back. Busy analyzing the, he's, he's been busy analyzing the uppers of different shoe technologies. And like the insoles and outsoles and all that stuff. Okay, now it's my I remember, time, finally. Can I, can I talk about uh, shoes now, finally? So it's good. All right, let me cue this up. When we worked up. at Flow, right. we, were, we were asked to like do like a, a video for like talking about a shoe technology of like – like a gear geek of some sort and talking about different shoes. And Alex was so excited to have all like the, the knowledge of like different things about a shoe, this, that, nothing. I'm like, I don't know. I just put on what the shoe salesman tells me to put on. And if it fits, I wear it, but he is really big mm -hmm. into shoe technology. So I'm sure he's having a, a great time the past two years with all the, uh, the Nike shoe stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway. And I'm sure the rest of us have not been having a good time. Ty wants to know, does anybody not watch Morgan McDonald's YouTube channel? I think a lot of people watch Morgan McDonald's YouTube channel. Let's look at how many subscribers. I discovered it Morgan a few a few weeks ago, and I found myself watching like four different videos in a row. It's very good. He, just watching him. Well, I watched a video of him just playing chess. I was like, what am I doing? Why am I spending 15 minutes of my life watching Morgan play chess? And I realized, hey, Morgan just has that. He has that way. He just draws you into the screen, and then you just watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's got 13.2 thousand subscribers. So we'll see what happens after he appears on the live watch party, how his numbers Get that go. Morgan bump. Get that Morgan bump. See if 
we are the catalyst that really put, maybe propels him to 15,000. We'll see. Yeah, he was in Austin when the winter storm came, right? Yeah. Which was a And that's how he twisted his ankle. Austin, Texas. Because of snow. Oof. That's rough. That is that is bad luck. 100% bad luck. Who would have thought so, a midway through the storm in Texas would derail an Australian's Olympic <laughs> dream? That, yeah. That's a good lead to a story. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good beginning. What are the odds? All right, I'm just going to go through and read JoJo's tweets now and see if I understand any of them. Let's see. <laughs> I think that's where we're at on this program. Just kidding. She's behind uh, this doorway well, she, watching. She's, she's right over here, behind here, watching okay. it on the big screen on the TV. I'm in, I'm in the bedroom watching she it says on I, a small monitor. says, I know a thing Mo is about to go off in this 4x4. I agree. I agree with JoJo's tweet <laughs> on that one. Let me see if uh, the next one. I'm just going to see if I agree or disagree. A lot of retweets here. Oh, man, a lot of retweets. She's giving out that love, retweet love. Two section finals are so nerve wracking. I'd say annoying, but I get her sentiment. <laughs> Eight hundred meter man, champion Leah like Miller says roasting my girlfriend plan. on this live stream. Man, come on! Dude. No, I'm just just responding to the tweets. It's not roasting. I'm just you know I'm agreeing with some spots and disagreeing in others. That's what Twitter's all about. Uh, well, actually, a live stream. Animator champion Aaliyah Miller says her race plan was go out hard and catch me if you can. Fire emoji. 20. Yeah, she watched Wesley Kipton. She did. Yeah, yeah. That's a good that's a good tweet. Good use of the fire emoji. That was awesome. <laughs> Ooh, here's a good this is the last one I'll read. Wow, Kalen Roberts was not intimidated at all. Anything can happen on race day. Popcorn emoji. I like the popcorn emoji. It's good. <laughs> good use of the emojis. Uh one heat to go. Final race. Here we go. Here we go. This is what one we want heat to, see. to go. I think, I think she splits 49 seconds here. 49.99. Let's do it. She's going to go all out. Revenge tour. That's what I want to see. I want to see that at least. I want to see a 49.99 split. Let's make it happen. A&M should be, A&M should be ahead when she gets the stick. Maybe they're, not. Arkansas they're not, is a good it, team. It, A&M just had the Arkansas like, might rest people though. Because then people might, you know, sometimes when they know they're not in it, they're like, hey, we're, we're fine. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. But AM, collegiate record holders, I would think that they'd give her the baton in a in a good spot. I, I mean, dream scenario here is that she gets it near Kayla Roberts. That'd be a lot of fun. That's what Travis said as well, too. Fingers crossed for Kayla Roberts and a thing Mo on the same 4 by 4 leg. Yeah. And that they get it at the same time as well here. We're going to have SC in three, Kentucky in four, Texas A&M in five, and Arkansas in six. We haven't had much DQ drama either. I'll just float that one out there. Don't know if anybody's interested in DQ drama, but you could talk me into it. So Arkansas in the real score is up uh, 15 points right now. So they have the win. You're right. They could rest everybody. The it's only motivating factor here. Well, and are we sure a thing Mo's going to run? I want her to, but they're secure in second as well, too. She's raced a lot this season. It just, 
it's unfortunate that that's how we think as track fans is like is the person that we've all waited to see going to compete <laughs> but if you're thinking from a co from a coaching perspective of a we want them ready for outdoor now indoors is over i bet she really wants to run because that open four and i'm sure she's got something left because of how how that race went Travis says AM season best is two seconds better than Arkansas's. That's significant. They're showing triple jump highlights second per on leg. the stream. Where did where did AM go wrong or did did Arkansas just exceed? I forgot what you had at the opening. I mean, it's kind of hard for them to go wrong. They're gonna get if they win, they're gonna have 57 points here. You could argue, okay, Thing Mo wins, that gets them to 59 points. When you're in 55 to 60 points, that's typically enough to win. So they didn't really go wrong. They had a great – like Tyra Giddens ran well, uh, uh, threw, jumped, leaped well. I mean, Deborah uh, Aquala, she was doing well. They, it's just – Texas a had a great meet. They, it's just Arkansas, Arkansas was able to get all those points in the distance races. This is one situation where you could argue if Stanford was in this meet, if New Mexico, if – all of the other BYU runners and all that stuff in general were all in this meet. Maybe Arkansas doesn't win because they don't get as many distance points. So in mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A&M. So A&M probably is the biggest loser here when it comes to the, the XC indoor being in the same weekend because that's going to be the one of the main reasons Arkansas is able to beat them by potentially 13 points. I'm looking at the last projections you had on the site. It was Arkansas 59, Texas A&M 56. And – a&M's on pace to get 57. They did what they yeah. were slated to do. Arkansas just overperformed. Yeah, you're right. You throw in the Stanford women there, displaces some some people, maybe some NC State, maybe some New Mexico, maybe more Washington. You could see that those distance points being distributed a little more. Ooh, it's different, you know though, than the about? men's side of things. Hmm. What about this? If – if a thing move would have ran the 800 instead of the 400, let's assume she would have gotten two more points, right? Mm -hmm. But their fourth place finisher would have then finished third. So that was good. They would have gotten three more points. You could argue that if a thing ran the eight and won that, they could have gotten three more points. So I guess it's not enough to make it a bad call. But if a thing How would ran it have impacted eight, Arkansas? Say, Arkansas was in both, though. How would it have impacted Arkansas? Oh, that's true. Uh, Arkansas would have – it would have – yeah. Arkansas probably would have moved up a bit as well or stayed even. It wouldn't have been that much of a difference. All right, here we go. 4 by yeah. 4 is finally on. This is what we waited for, Arkansas versus A&M. And it looks like it's going to be USC. Of course, USC right there to the lead. Keep an overlooking, overlooking USC. USC needs to run well here if they want a podium because they're not in the podium position – but if they can finish top four uh, overall, they will leapfrog Georgia to get to 32 points. <laughs> but if USC they has have the a most bad to day, run for. if USC has a bad day, Georgia could um, actually. If USC doesn't run well, the fourth place position is probably going to be Georgia and Florida tied. But if USC runs well, then USC is going to get fourth. That's how it works. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Anyway, enough of me talking. The way, that, way for a thing. The way, they're, <laughs> the way they're running, they look like they're going to get 
in the top four. This is uh, very close. They're off to a really good start. Um, Arkansas, though, in the lead. Abby Steiner in coming second. in there. They're all just on top of each other here. Two by two, yeah. Ken Kentucky in fourth. Man, are we going to get how much are, more? Are have a how much more answer? real estate do you have to? How much more real estate do you have to travel when you run on like in lane two? Like, how much more distance is it actually? If you run an entire lap in lane two, what's the difference? On a four hundred meter track, isn't it seven meters longer per lap? But Some what about a two hundred meter track? Like three meters, I guess, on a two hundred meter track. Because we're always talking about, oh, they got to run in the outside lane. Uh, it's, yeah, it's gonna be harder. I wonder how much. This and is this is too close. Much. This is a good. Yeah, race they're all right together. This is, and it's late into the race. USC athlete looks like she, she has no jersey on because her bib is covering up her logo. So it looks like she's just wearing an all-white jersey. So Travis wants to know what if Mo doubled, won the eight, and was third, fourth, or fifth oh, in the four hundred. That would. It would be kind of hard to double. I think uh, Leah Miller would have made that <laughs> yeah. hard. So yeah, right. But <laughs> yeah. here we go. So she's not going to have the lead. USC's going to have the lead. Oh, this might help her run faster. Because if she's chasing, be she's going to be going all out. Ooh, this on, is going to be a crazy split. Be? Did, does that end up being Roberts? We need a close-up shot Refreshing. here. I want, I want some splits. Give me some splits. <laughs> Give me some splits. Oh, Mo just flew by her. Got the pole this time. Let's see. Can she close it out? 150 to go. Yeah, Arkansas running well there, hanging in. I just saw the split. Man, this is all Mo. Up on the screen. I'll wait for, I'll wait for it to finish. But she's going to win it. No, it's a, Guess what she splits? 49-54. Split. Yeah. I mean, she got it in the perfect position because she she was able to chase, but then she was a but not for too long and was able to get around. And the world in, in record time, is it was the, the world record is forty nine fifty nine. She just split forty nine fifty four. Think about that. It's a relay split, so I think I know. It. But what, like, so what did the, come on? What's their what? I know, but come on. Uh, what was the time? Did they beat their crazy record? Three twenty six twenty seven. They ran 326.68. So. Okay. Still well, very impressive. That's the that's the ending that you you could hope for for if you're a thing Mo fan after her after what happened in the in the open four there. Arkansas third, LSU fourth from the other heat, and then Kentucky fifth, Florida sixth. So what do we have here for our team score? I'm updating it. Should be good now. Final. Yeah, Chris is Chris is right. Moo coming back for vengeance. <laughs> that was a vengeance. So uh final score, Arkansas sixty-eight, AM fifty-seven, LSU thirty-nine, USC thirty-five, Georgia falls to fifth, gets thirty-one, Florida thirty, BYU twenty-nine. So BYU in seventh. Almost there. They were Turns out they needed four more points in order to podium. Mm -hmm. You could have, I mean, they if she would have, and that's basically came down to if they would have uh, 
got a, a couple more in the 3K and a couple more maybe in the mile or the eight. I think if in they're 800 mile, meter yeah. runner and they're and their 3K runner each finished two places better, they're they're getting to 35. So yeah, in the well, mile they only got overall. Yeah. The mile they only got sixth. That was their only score, and then the the 800 she was fifth. So there was definitely there was definitely points available, but I think they would take the seventh place finish and then the two titles in their in their events but 847 days it's gonna go to 848 arkansas last time they lost a women's ncaa championship you know it's interesting with mo people were joking on the live chat oh it's because she wants to be an 800 meter runner but then she runs that four by four split right like, no run the open four <laughs> go back go back that was a well, good we... one do that again Will our four by four at the Olympics have three women who aren't in the open four hundred? It could. It definitely could. Yeah, right? I think Muhammad With, and uh, Sydney, Muhammad and Muhammad. Yeah, they they seem to be mainstays because they were on it last year. Someone needs to do something special to to bump them off at this point, even though they're not even open four hundred meter runners. My feeling though is someone's going to emerge from that four hundred. At least a couple people are going to 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 emerge uh here we go one from Statman john 4954 split from a thing mo she anchored texas a&m meeting record that's the fastest any woman has ever covered 400 meter indoors either individually or in a relay oh so that so oh. fastest relay split and then obviously the and fastest, also fastest uh, individually too individually yes if you want to count uh people splits. love counting the relay splits as PRs, come on, man! I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, our four by four could have an eight hundred meter runner and two four hundred meter hurdlers. Yeah, three of the four legs be pretty wild. Why not, right? Why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> all right, we'll Dude, leave it there. That's it. We did yeah. it. MVPs? Do you want to do MVPs for the women? We did it for the men. Tyra Gittens, right? Out. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, she's pretty yeah. much an MVP. Um, Second MVP. I mean, collegiate record, though, in the 60. Pretty impressive. Kendra Chambers. Kemba Walker. Or Walker. Excuse me, Chambers. Who's Chambers? Walker. Kemba Nelson, sorry. Kemba, Kemba, Kemba Walker? <laughs> Wait, what are we doing? Basketball. Kemba Chambers, I, Kemba Walker, I, Kemba I, Nelson. I, I, I've, been in this, I've been in this room for, for too many hours. Excuse me. My apologies. I mean, it would have been Kemba a thing, Mo, if she would have won the 400. But that loss yeah. kind of takes her out of the running. So yeah, yeah, I think Tyra Giddens dominating three events. It's pretty impressive. Waymit also deserves some props. DMR and the three K. Abby Steiner with the collegiate record. Aaliyah Miller with the bold running that paid off. Ties the number two time in history. Her Baylor teammate Akira Nugent pulls the upset in the sixty meter hurdles, and of course another upset in the 400 when Kalen Roberts uh, got the pole and did not relent and beat a thing Mo. Uh, also Sage Herta wins wins the mile. A little bit of everything. You had some times that were really fast, some times that, you know, some races that were tactical. You had some favorites win and you had some, obviously some huge upsets. Uh, Lance Harder yeah. now talking to the, into the microphone, got another ring. Oh, he just has so many rings. It's just ridiculous. That's harder. And he did this with his best. He did this with his best distance runner, not even going pro. 
Taylor Warner. Mm -hmm. She didn't even have to be there. Mm -hmm. So very impressive. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We're going to leave it there. Uh, if you haven't yet, please, before you leave, subscribe to the FlowTrack Podcast YouTube page and join us on Monday morning. Well, depending on where you're living, could be Monday midday, Monday afternoon for our cross-country live watch party featuring Morgan McDonald, Courtney Fredericks, and Gordon Mack. It will once again be produced by Alon, who did a great job today. Uh, Travis will hopefully be providing awesome stats that will make us sound smart. So subscribe and we will see you guys on Monday.